This is Epic Blunders, a group of friends, nerds, and gamers with nothing better to do than create amazing stories and fail miserably on dice rolls. We're glad you've joined us. We are currently in the middle of a grand trek through the continent of Wildmount, and if that sounds familiar, you're probably a fan of the legendary show Critical Role. While we're not professional voice actors, we like to think that our adventures are enjoyable and wanted to share our triumphs and tragedies with you. So, Come on in, take a seat, and get comfortable. Today's tale is about to begin. The ancient histories of Gordranus speak of twin brothers, sons of Layla's Cream founder of the Kreen dynasty. This was a time in which the first Luxon beacon had been found deep beneath the dark citadel itself, but before the worship of it had encouraged the drow to rise up and overthrow Lolth as their queen. It is said that as the rebellion began to foment, the brothers rose up as great generals of the upstart bright queen. Kioral was the brother who embraced science, reason, and when not leading great battles of his own, was known to spend hours and sometimes days sequestered in his library reading about wars of the past so as to better learn how to face the coming days. Cautious and particular, he sometimes waited too long to make his decisions, which made his brother very upset. Rofen was the brave, charismatic, impetuous hero who rode headlong into battle without any care or concern. On more than one occasion, his willingness to charge into seemingly insurmountable odds would indeed turn the tide of battle. And, on more than one occasion, that same bravado put him in situations in which his brother would have to plan elaborate schemes with which to break him out of the situations he found himself in. A decade into the struggle between the followers of the Luxon and the denizens of Lolth, Rofin stumbled across the scaled tyrant herself. Some scholars have said that the Queen of Dragons had been seeking him out, while others argue that this meeting was purely by chance. Nonetheless, she offered him insurmountable power with which to end the rebellion and overthrow Lolth once and for all. In exchange, he would bind himself to her as an eternal champion. Brofin, it is said, jumped at the chance to prove himself to both his mother and brother, and to become the hero of all the drow. And so, the scaled tyrant granted him many boons, primary of which was a many-colored diadem, with which he could command any persons he chose. Thus, the armies of Lolth began to fall in great number to the might of Kioral the Wise and Rofen, the Colored Claw. In just another ten years, the followers of Lolth would be so decimated that only pockets are said to remain to this day, and the Bright Queen took her place upon the throne of Gordranus. It was only then, as Kioral was hoping to retire into a life of solitude and study, did he fully inquire of his brother as to the source of his newfound power and abilities. Rofen proudly divulged his interaction with the Dragon Queen and announced that he was now off to continue his conquest in the name of his patron. 
Now these days were still young and new, and the great wars of the Age of Arcanum had not yet taken place. Much was not known of the betrayer gods, and indeed, many had not yet made their betrayal known to the gods, much less mere mortals. And so, while suspect, Kioro let his brother leave on his exploits and return to his studies. But it would only take a few years before word would come of the great colored claw exerting his authority and might over the Ashkeeper peaks and threatening Draconia itself. This Kioro could not let stand. Rounding up his armies, he marched bravely to face off against his brother. And what began that day was a series of intimate and brutal battles that continue until today. Kioro was slain that day, but in keeping with the rites of consecution, was reborn into a new body in short order. Recovering his memories, Kioro trained and searched for Rofen, and the two would face each other once again, nearly 150 years to the day. This time, the wise brother got the upper hand and the terror of the colored claw was ended. Kioral helped to establish the rule of the Stormwind clan in Draconia in his brother's stead, then retired once more to Gordranas. When Rofan returned, he demanded vengeance. His visage this time was in the form of a dragonborn. Rofan claimed this to be his true form and that as the avatar of the Scaled Tyrant, he was able to choose the body in which he would return. The reason studied Kioro suspected this to be nothing but happenstance. However, their battle this time would last 20 full days and nights, and is said to have carved out the very Dramath Ravine itself. Various battles would continue over the decades and centuries that followed. Each time Kioro returned, it was with the mission of putting an end to what he felt was his responsibility, the terror of his brother. And each time Rofan returned, it was a quest for vengeance for his last death. And thus, the eternal struggle continued. Rofan continued in the image of a dragonborn or other scaled race each time. Eventually, Kioro would adapt his own returns to be a more direct opposition to his brother and began to return in more bestial form each time, occasionally returning as Arakokra, Tabaxi, Fearbolg, Minotaur, and even once a centaur. It was also during this time that Kioro chose to take advantage of any time away from Rofan to study and investigate what he could in Western Wynadir. It was then that he met and was chosen to be an avatar of one of the Prime during the Great Calamity at the end of the Age of Arcanum. But that story was for another day. The result of this war, however, was that the Scaled Tyrant was defeated and locked away behind the Divine Gate. Kioro believed this would end the madness of his brother's crusade as well and retired to the Jewelist Dominion in the years that followed. When the time came for some to rise up against the fiends and undead that plagued the land, Kioral, being both brave and true, pledged his support. Traveling to Diastok, he became a founding member of a new band of hunters who used their own blood for their magics and abilities. Perhaps, Kioral thought, that should Rofan return again, he might finally have the means to end things for good. In various lifetimes, he learned better how to destroy undead, 
Lycan, fiends, and all manner of monstrosities and beasts. But though the information helped, an end was not to happen. Instead, the struggle continued. In one particular battle, Kioro's gift from his patron was stolen, just as his life was snuffed out. To this day, it has not been found and returned. But Kioro was undeterred and swore to continue the internal struggle against his brother's attempts to bring back his Dragon Queen, even if it requires an eternity of unrest for him. Should you ever come across a person with a burning desire to know how and why everything has happened? Should they be searching for ancient ruins of past civilizations, but speaks of them as if he knew the inhabitants personally? And should you ever find one bent against any who would seek to help the scaled tyrant escape her everlasting chains? You may have indeed found Kioral the Wise. I, Kioral, pen this tale with my own hand, and I swear these stories to be accurate and true. Well, that's going to do for this week. We hope you'll come by again soon for more blundering buffoonery and epic storytelling. If you're having fun like we are, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps to get the word out to others that we're here. We also want to know what you think. You can connect with us on Twitch, YouTube, or Anchor.fm. Just search for Epic Blunders, where you can also watch our latest videos or even our live streams every Saturday night. Special thanks goes out to Tailspider, the amazing 3D mapping and miniatures toolkit we use, and also to Avray, a Discord bot developed specifically to make it easier for gamers to play their favorite RPGs online with friends. Music this week was created by Dark Fantasy Studios and TabletopAudio.com. Our theme music is from Krakatoa. Until next time, this is your friendly dungeon master encouraging you to always fail forward.